0: Welcome to the Monday edition of the Win Daily Podcast. My name is Phil Nason. They call me Fantasy Phil. They also call me Cash with Flash. Nick Bretwish, the man, the myth, the legend, the White Sox legend. What's up, man?
1: <laughs> Not a whole lot. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. And I'm assuming mostly everybody had an awesome week yesterday based on uh, the Discord chats. All the screenshots that were popping up is awesome to see so many people do so well. Hopefully you guys avoided Ronald Jones or Aaron Jones, unlike David Jones and I did yesterday. But I think he still had a great week, too. Just kind of killed our upside a little bit using those Jones uh, brothers, if you want to call them that. The Jones twins, whatever they are, the two running backs that uh, let us down a lot yesterday. Kind of kind of hurt, but not mad about the plays.
0: No, you can't be. You, know? you, you put the research in, you make the right call, or you think you do. They still have to perform, and that's just the way that is. That's why it's uh, called gambling.
1: Yep, yep, yep. But my Thursday Can't complain, though. My Thursday was good though. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You had a heck of a Thanksgiving slate, didn't you?
0: I sure did. I I should have taken down the pylon. I really should have. I finished 8th and I should have won it. If it were for uh who was I waiting for? Uh oh, uh Ridley. I was waiting for Ridley to come through. He had a nice game, but he was my last guy left. And I'm thinking if he scores a touchdown, I'm going to win this whole thing. But it's okay, because as long as you're in the black side of things, you're in good shape, man, real good shape. This uh, Monday night football game tonight, it appears that it's shaping up to be a very good game. What What, do you, what are your initial thoughts about this football game?
1: Well, I, is there weather concerns? I was looking at that. I want to say I heard a couple different things that said it's supposed to be bad weather I don't know I haven't looked into that yet I was just I'm sick of all the weather yesterday that was such a such a big thing when going into making all these lineups everybody's like well do we get off Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams turns out we should have stayed there a little bit more than we did and then Kansas City all that their offense still went off it's just I'm sick of handicapping weather right now but I think At first glance, uh, we got Seattle as a a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home, a total right around 50. It should be an awesome game. Minnesota's been playing better. They're without Adam Thielen, though. I think that's going to hurt a little bit, but you could run on Seattle. So I I don't know. I don't see this game being at a very high pace because I know both teams like to run in a perfect world, and that should be the game script today. But I don't know. What are your thoughts? That's kind of what I'm looking at. But I don't know. I I always love Russell Wilson at home, so this is a tough one for me. Again, I'm not a showdown master by any means, but it's always fun to kind of pick some game scripts out that may may help us build a lineup here on the show.
0: I think they're going to throw the ball a lot tonight. Although I do like Dalvin Cook a lot today, and I also uh, like Chris Carson, but I think they're going to throw the ball. It's Monday Night Football. Kirk Cousins is going to come out throwing the football. He may not have Thielen, but he still has Rudolph, and he still has Stephon Diggs. He's going to throw the football. He's going to have to. I I don't even worry about this weather. I had a quarterback once tell me that the only thing that matters is his teammates. And he played in the Mud Bowl, so he knows a thing or two about that. End of the day, I don't pay attention to that weather too much. Okay, we had some bad wins yesterday, but it didn't affect anything that happened yesterday. Every Everyone's worst fears never were realized, and that's usually the case in everything that we do in life. <laughs> but at the end of the day is this. It's going to be a great football game because Minnesota has something to prove, I think. they, You know, no one's talking about them, and they're a pretty good tackle football team. And everyone's talking about Russell Wilson winning the MVP, and that's a pretty good tackle football team, especially at home. But I expect this thing to go over the total, and I expect the Seattle Seahawks to cover what is now three points. So we're looking at that. So that's my that's my take on this game. Okay. You like Seattle to cover then? I absolutely I do, yeah, sure.
1: That would be probably the play for me. It's just I don't know. I mean the Bears are kind of coming up the rear here, so Minnesota needs to win games. I don't see the Bears making the playoffs, but I know with the division rivalry and everything like that, the Bears are now six and six. I believe the Vikings are, what, they're two games up? Um, I think I'll they are two to...
0: games up, but at the end of the day, they're not even thinking about those standings right now. They're thinking about taking out the Seattle Seahawks.
1: Yeah, no, agreed. I, I just think that we'll get a very good game plan from the Vikings today. I, I just For, for plays on, on my end, it looks like you have to play Dalvin Cook today, to. right? You
0: have to, yeah. I would think that there's no way to avoid that.
1: And why would you so want to?
0: I think he's my captain.
1: Yeah. I'd like him. I'd like him a little more if he was at home, but their zone running scheme is so good and Dalvin's had such a good year. They're coming off a bye too, so you know he's gonna be fresh. Yeah, I, I do love Dalvin Cook here. It looks like the two MVP spots that I've made the most of in my lineups are Russell. And then on the other side I use Dalvin Cook as well. I don't see myself going to a lot of Tyler Lockett. I, I just haven't he didn't look right last game at Philly because there um, was he He was coming off that injury in San Francisco. Then they had the bye week and then he I think he only had one catch in Philly. So I don't know. I, I'd rather I'd hate to say we got to wait and see on um, Tyler Lockett here. Sorry, I haven't finished my coffee. That's OK, but I don't know. So, yeah, I do like Carson a lot. I know he fumbled, and we saw a ton of Rashad Penny in Philly, but everybody's saying that Carson's still the guy. So as long as Carson doesn't fumble, I think we're good there. I do like DK Metcalf a lot tonight, though. I think I may do some uh, on DraftKings in the MVP spot, some lineups with him there, because it really gives us some salary relief to get some of these other guys in there. So I do think those are my three MVPs, and then I'll maybe do some Kirk Cousins too. I mean... Andy Dalton threw for like 400 yards on this Seattle defense. I know it was like week one, but, you know, Jameis tore him up too. You could really pass all over these guys. The only team that didn't do it was Philly, and they had like every receiver under the sun hurt for them that week. And they're going
0: to have to pass because they're going to be coming from behind. And, and that's, what I, that's why I'm looking at Kirk Cousins as a possible MVP, um, captain, whatever you want to call him. Um, I like Russell Wilson in that role. I like Dalvin Cook a lot. Dalvin Cook's expensive though, seventeen seven over at uh, DraftKings, that's pretty pricey. Um, Wilson sixteen two, Stephon Diggs. I'm not going to put him there. Kirk Cousins is thirteen thousand five hundred. Chris Carson twelve six. I probably won't put Chris Carson in the MVP or captain spot because I just don't think I don't like the timeshare that that is possible tonight. And, and it could be very possible tonight. Look at look at yesterday with San Francisco. Now I had Rostert and he went off, and, and Tevin Coleman went way. No, yeah, man. Raheem
1: Mostert. Yeah, yeah he was, was a heck of a play yesterday. That
0: was a great play. Um, Andrew Erickson actually called that on Twitter. Yes,
1: and- he did. I, I read that article in the morning. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I if I needed to go that low in salary, but he was dead on. Yeah. He's a smart guy. I, I, I like talking with him reading his stuff too so if you guys if you see an an article that andrew reads definitely give it a read he's uh he's a great data guy he really knows how to look into data and it it pays off most of the time i hate to be the guy that says hey you know just go with the numbers but sometimes that's the play if you played Mostert yesterday you had a ton of salary relief he was probably 0.5 percent owned. yeah he
0: was and you could have
1: you could have afforded everybody you could have played lamar jackson uh, whatever you that's what i did and i had whatever you wanted to do I was yep. able
0: to do that, but I had locked him in because I'm not a big fan of Tevin Coleman. He's hot and cold. And this Mostert, as soon as I as soon as soon I realized Breeda was out, I said, you know what, Mostert is the guy because Tevin Coleman, like I said, is hot and cold. He's always been that way, and sometimes he doesn't play well. It just is what it is. He doesn't find the hole or whatever it is, but Mostert was good. And I kind of think that something like that could happen and that's why I, I'm kind of contemplating maybe rolling with a Rashad Penny as opposed to Chris Carson.
1: I don't think that's a bad play at all.
0: I mean, you have to almost because if you look at this slate, and, you, and David Jones, who took down another showdown last night, yeah, you know, he says you got to get weird with this stuff, and, and you really do. And, and that would be a way to get weird because Rashad Penny is, uh, what is he? He's $8,100 as the – as the captain over at DraftKings if you put him in your lineup you're going to fit in just about everybody you want almost and I don't think a lot of people are going to be playing Rashad Penny tonight I don't believe they will what do, what do you think his ownership is going to be Do you have a guess
1: I think a lot of people will will be bu- you know have recency bias here and pump up that ownership a little bit because again we all need a spot to save salary today and and I'm on Fanduel as well. You're going to have the same issues with salary. I, I had a lineup that I really liked, but I was $500 short if I wanted to put Josh Gordon in there, so I had to go off of Metcalf, who was 10-5 on Fanduel, and I right. had to drop him down the penny at 10,000. So I think. I think he'll be more popular than we think, but it, maybe 20%. Nothing crazy, but ownership doesn't matter a whole lot in this unless you get like a, a completely under-the-radar guy, one of these fifth or sixth receivers that Seattle seems to always put out there and they catch a touchdown one game, whether it's Jerome Brown or David Moore. I know we talked about him on a showdown slate before. And then last week Malik Turner gets a touchdown and only plays 25% of the snaps. Right. <laughs> so right. If, if you could find out what random receiver that plays – 15 snaps a game for the Seahawks that scores a touchdown. That may be the 5% owned guy that could help out with the slate, but I don't know. With a total this high, one touchdown I don't think is going to kill you, especially if it's just one catch for seven yards for a touchdown. So I don't think you need to get super cute with it. But, yeah, no, I I like Penny, but I, if they're going to give Carson – I don't know. He had 54% of the snaps. They they were an even split last week. So I don't see how Carson just goes back to 85% of the snaps like he had most of the season. So I don't know. I think a lot of people will be on Penny just because you have to. I guess this is a, the long answer longer there. Well, he, it's, he, it's the I right answer. It's tough. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I hope. It is because what are you going to do? They don't usually do that. I mean, NFL coaches don't generally do that. They don't take a guy and split the time between the two and not do it and not continue it, especially if they're having success with it. Right. And and Pete Carroll's not going to do that. So now when you're looking at this slate, is there a defense? Now, DraftKings, we have a defense. And this little number, you know, Russell Wilson's been sacked 33 times this season. The Minnesota Vikings have 31 sacks. That's something that you could keep an eye on. Um, if you think the game is going to be a little closer scoring maybe and maybe not go over the total like I think that it will, that could be a play. The Seattle Seahawks or the the Minnesota Vikings defense.
1: I, I'm not, i not on them. I don't see myself putting in any defenses this week that but. Like you said, uh, Russell gets sacked all the time, so I don't, I don't know. It's not a bad play by any means, but I think if, if I'm going to go anything that low, I'll probably go with the kickers. But I mean, if if Minnesota's at home, I definitely like them a lot more here. I don't think I'm going to play them because they're on the road, dealing with the 12th man and all that. But I know Seattle they still get sacked all the time, but I don't think that's going to be a part I'm going to invest in. I think the the most interest i'll have towards the bottom is going to be a guy like maybe ola bc johnson he had nine targets last week so and then for the week before that so with Thielen out it seems like he's the guy that's stepping in it's it's not treadwell who's uh, i don't know I'm, i've that guy's career has been so hard to understand he was supposed to be such a big prospect coming out of old miss and just really hasn't done anything they cut him then they brought him back in so I was looking at Treadwell a little bit because I like their matchups on the outside with Trey Flowers. And I believe who's the other outside corner for Seattle? Well, Shaq Griffin, he's a stud, so you don't really want to pick on him. But it's Trey Flowers always plays the right side of the field. So I like, and that's where Diggs, Diggs goes all over the place. So I don't know. I love Diggs this week. Uh, this is a tough slate, but I think this is a good slate to have a lot of lineups in. It's maybe one of the weeks I finally go overweight and play 10 to 15, 20 lineups on here. I don't think I'll max it out like like the other guys do in these slates, but I'll I'll have 10 to 20, I think, and and I've never said that on this podcast.
0: Right, I know. I, I'm going to probably play the single entry because I like to do that, and I'll probably throw in two lineups in, in one of the multi-entry and just see what happens because – I think it's a little more cut and dry. I like old BC Johnson. He, I think he's going to have a big day today. Again, Kirk Cousins is going to throw the football. You know, he, he's that guy who is fantasy gold usually. And he never seems to get the pub that others get, like a Russell Wilson. It's Monday night football. You know, he's a veteran. He's going to go out there and try to get the job done. And I have a feeling that uh, Stephon Diggs is going to be blanketed. Seattle does play much better defense at home. And Johnson's one of those guys that are going to be a recipient of that. Um, You also got uh, Rudolph.
1: Yep, love Rudolph this week. Yeah, he's
0: got, what, five touchdowns in five games. So you have that narrative there to examine further after you listen to this podcast.
1: Yeah, he's just been the the big benefactor. I know B.C. Johnson has gotten somewhat involved in this offense, but it seems like since Thielen went down, Rudolph's just been going off. And it's it's really not a volume thing. He's only had he's never had more than five targets since week seven, but he's getting the red zone targets. Last yeah last week touchdown, the week before that at uh, Dallas, I believe that was two touchdowns. He only had four catches for fourteen yards. And then the week before that, touchdown. And then the week before that, he had two red zone targets. And then he did not score a touchdown. And then the week before that, he had another two red zone targets and scored a touchdown. So I think if you're looking for touchdown equity, which you definitely need on this slate, especially with this total of 50 points, you're going to need the guys that, that they're, you know, Vegas is projecting a lot of scoring here. So if you could build your lineup and try to find uh, one, two, three, what is it, six guys? On DraftKings, if you can get six guys that are all involved with a touchdown, I think you're going to be in great shape and you'll cash this week. I don't know if you'll win it because it all depends on how you do the MVP and everything, but with a total this high, you need to get guys with touchdown equity in my opinion. So I don't think I will do a lineup without Rudolph simply because how bad Seattle is against tight ends and how much touchdown equity Rudolph clearly has, especially with Adam Thielen out.
0: So now if, you're, if you go with Dalvin Cook as your MVP, do you do you fade Stephon Diggs and do you play Kirk Cousins and maybe an Ola, Ola B.C. Johnson with that?
1: I'm making a lineup right now. I don't think I'll I'll fade. I don't know if I'm going to put Dalvin in the MVP slot, actually. I think I'm either going to go Kirk or I'm going to go uh, Russell on DraftKings here. Yeah, I think I that's do think play. I do, th- I do like what you said. If they're going to bracket Stephon Diggs, I mean, if I was a defensive coordinator, I think that's what I would do is let- let's bracket Stephon Diggs and then just focus on stopping Delvin Cook and let other people beat you. So if that's my game script here, this should be a big day for Rudolph and potentially Ole Johnson. And I may put Treadwell in a lineup or two. And then I'm going to go heavy on these outside receivers for Seattle because Trey Waynes and... Who's the other guy? The, the main guy. Xavier Rhodes from Minnesota have just had awful years. People are torching them. So I think this may be the week that Josh Gordon finally has a big day. I don't think he'll he'll have any more than four catches. They just don't seem to, to want to put him in the offense too much, but I think he'll get some red zone targets. And then DK Metcalf, big play guy. I think he's got two touchdown upside. So I don't it sounds like my main lineup's gonna fade Tyler Lockett and Stephon Diggs, which are probably two of the most talented players on this football field outside of Dalvin Cook and Russell Wilson, but so that's a little scary. But if I, I would say that build isn't crazy, but it's weird, wouldn't you say? If I'm fading Diggs and Lockett, that's kind of weird.
0: That's what I'm doing.
1: All right, let's do it. That's
0: what I'm doing because you you can't get all these guys in, and and who's to say that one of these other guys won't do the same? Yeah, both quarterbacks spread the ball around a little bit. And they're not—they're veterans, and they've been around a long time, and they've been successful for a long time. You know, they're not going to focus on one receiver. They know what the deal is. They know Stephon Diggs is going to be uh, blanketed, and and again, Tyler Lockett's up against a defense that's ranked 31st in passing. So, you, what are you going to do? I mean, in that position, you fade them, and you play a, a someone else, like a Kirk Cousins in your captain spot, Dalvin Dalvin Cook. And probably either Kyle Rudolph or Ola B.C. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think that's what I'm going to do. I, so, yeah, I'm going to fade. In most of my lineups, we are going to fade Diggs and apparently Lockett as well. So we'll see what happens.
0: Anything? Anyone out there from like a standpoint of super value that you're looking at? Because I don't see a whole lot. I would love to know if D- Jaron Brown is going to play tonight. <laughs> Um, he yeah, was inactive it's, it's, last week, and that kind of hurt people too last time because you know folks were uh, chasing points, <laughs> if you will. And uh, anybody, are you looking
1: at anyone? I'm gonna say it, it's not a super value, but Josh Gordon's only 4,400 on DraftKings and 6,500 on FanDuel. He is very affordable. If I'm going to stick to my game script, here is a lot of touchdowns are going to be scored, and I think Gordon could definitely come up with one this week. He's a good play. I like See, Josh Gordon. It's kind of a cop out answer because it's not like you know a two thousand dollar like oh, BC Johnson at twenty six hundred on on DraftKings is definitely the guy. But I think he's going to be super popular. Everybody's going to just click on his number and be like, oh, he had six catches last week. He's only twenty six hundred nine right. targets. Let's play him. I think I'll probably get off him in my main lineup and just go as low as I'm going is probably going to be Josh Gordon, and then it looks like I'll have to use a kicker or maybe one of these fifth or sixth Seattle receivers that always seem to score a touchdown. So I don't know. It's going to be tough, but I will have a lot of lineups tonight. It sounds like. I,
0: I think you're right. You know what else? I think I think I'm going to play the Vikings defense this week.
1: I could afford them in this build right now. I have Russell and the captain. So that's why it sucks. Is like if Russell's in my captain, I don't know if I want to have the Vikings defense with it. But well, I have Russell, a captain, Josh Gordon, DK Metcalf, Rudolph, Delvin Cook. I would love to fit Rashad Penny in there, but I'm 2,000 short of him. So I don't know. This is tough.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not an easy one because there, there's some affordable people like Josh Gordon. 4,600 is pretty cheap. Of course, he could take a zero, you know, too. But then that's the chance that you take. Yeah. It it just is what it is. But uh, I like Kyle Rudolph in the 6,600. That's a good price for him. For a guy who scores a touchdown in the last five games, that's a very good price for him. And I I don't like Chris Carson anymore. I I kind of am off him now. But uh, I think it's going to come down to uh, Dalvin Cook. Maybe he's not my captain. But he's going to be has to be in my lineup, and it, that's and I'm just going to build from there. And I'm more than likely we'll go with the Vikings defense because if I can get seven or eight points out of that, then I think I did all right.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think that's a fine play. You just need the sacks, like you said. If they get sacks, it, it's not going to be too counterproductive. If you have got some Seattle guys that score touchdowns on there, so as long as they get some points, I think that'll help. Because I can't really say. Anybody under 3,400 on DraftKings is going to get you a lot of points. And the Vikings are at 3,400. Besides Ola B.C. Johnson at 26, you're throwing a dart at anybody under Ola B.C. Johnson at 2,600. So I'll probably just take them out of my player pool for the most part.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. So that's, so that's where we, we stand with tonight's Monday Night Football slate. I think that the uh, Seahawks are going to cover the three. I think the game goes over the total. Um, we're both high on Dalvin Cook. Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins. uh, Rudolph. (laughs) Absolutely, Kyle Rudolph, DK Metcalf. There's plenty of people out there for you to make good decisions. We also have articles up at Win Daily. Andrew Erickson will have one or has one up there. So you want to check out him because he seems to find these uh, diamonds in a rough, if you will. And then I'm sure we'll have others in our Discord chat. And you want to come over and sign up for our Discord chat, go to the website, windailysports.com, hit that button that says Discord, and sign up. And and lots of people are winning over there, that's for sure. You know who's going to win today, though, is the Cyber Monday retailers. I believe they're going to win big today. What do you think about Cyber Monday?
1: Right, when I get off this call, I will probably start making some purchases, I think.
0: I'm going to do that as well, I think. I'm Well, I got to do some work first, but then I got all afternoon because college football's over, Nick. So now my days are back to normal and I can start annoying people again that I haven't had a lot of time for in the last three months. Re- reintroduce myself to some people <laughs> and uh, here we go. What's, your, what's the top thing you're looking
1: for on Cyber Monday? I'm gonna say, in general, it's usually something electronic. I don't know. I, there's like some crazy deals on like 65 inch TVs for under 400 bucks. Right. I already have a 55 inch as my main, and that's it's not bad. I, I don't have a huge apartment or anything, but so I don't know. Maybe I get a 65 inch. I'm sure the uh, the girlfriend slash roommate's not gonna be pumped about that, thinking that's a very responsible purchase, but. Maybe I use my Jared Golf Ramsex money from yesterday and, and get a 65-inch TV at such a great deal. So I think that's what I'm looking at. And uh, I'll let you go ahead. What's your MVP on the Cyber Monday?
0: Oh, you know what? I, I spent a lot of time out in the sun. I'm a tennis pro. <laughs> so this is the time of year when I buy like skincare products because they're so cheap. Some of this stuff is really high-end stuff, and I get it for real cheap. So I try to, I generally shoot for that stuff, um, and that's where I had for the creams and stuff like that. So that would be my first. And my second one, I guess, my Flex, uh, I'm looking for a couple new laptops. I got some things I plan on doing in the next few months, and I, I need to make sure I get all that stuff before I go away for summer for the tennis. So I'm looking at laptops today.
1: Okay, right on. Um, I think, uh, are you a Mac guy or you a PC guy?
0: Well, I think I'm going to get a couple of Macs, but I'm not sure. I'm a PC guy. I've never had a Mac, but I think that oh. they're easy
1: to adjust to. Oh yeah! And once you get once you get that, you'll never go back.
0: That's what I heard. Yeah, that's
1: what. I heard. Once you once you go Mac, you never go back.
0: That's what I heard, and, and, and <laughs> I heard they're pretty good. I heard I hear that you can actually buy some used ones that are just as good as the new ones because these things never break.
1: For sure, I would say go to MacOfAllTrades.com. I'm going to give them a shout-out. I actually just bought my dad. He, uh, he's he been using an iPad for the last six years, but he has a flip phone. I don't know if he's afraid of the government watching him or whatever. I don't think he does anything shady, so I really don't understand his reservation to get a smartphone. But uh, unless he listens to this podcast, my dad is getting a iPhone X for Christmas, and we're finally going to get him to... To go on the smartphone train, he like he'll call me sometimes and be like, "Hey, what uh, what's the address of this place?" I was like, "Man, you could save so much time if you just had a smartphone. You wouldn't have to call me all the time." Right. Maybe that's his way of talking to me, though. <laughs> I guess like. That, that's the most of our conversations we have during the week is uh directions to some hardware store in the middle of missouri or wherever the hell he's at but <laughs> right. now now we're cutting that out cutting out the middleman of calling me he's gonna have a smartphone but yeah i got it on mac of all trades it's only like 450 bucks for an iphone 10 that's refurbished but it says it's in excellent condition i did some speed tests with it yesterday everything it's good to go and that's where i actually bought my desktop laptop as well but Yeah, rant over about that website. If you're looking for used Macintosh stuff, Macofalltrades.com is great, unless you find like a Cyber Monday deal, obviously. But I'm sure they have that as well today, too.
0: I am sure they do. So um, I guess that's that's the two main things I'm going to do. I'll probably, uh, that's it, usually. That's all I shop for, electronic stuff.
1: Yeah, um, same here, electronics. I'll get a smartwatch as well. That's my only other thing, and we could leave it at that for me. Okay. Um, I'm not going
0: to do anything else. I might look at some, uh, microphones maybe, but outside of that, maybe I, I get a new headset for play-by-play stuff I do in the, in the winter. We'll see. But at the end of the day, this has been a terrific podcast as always with you, Nick. I appreciate you coming on the show with me every single week.
1: Yeah, no problem. Always have, uh, uh, always love to be had and, and love speaking with you, man. It's a great time. It's a great oh. time. Hopefully, Diggs has a slow night tonight because I'm going to fade him in the showdown slate.
0: Right, right. I hope so too. And if and if you decide to fade Phil, which is something that you know I can totally get behind. Good luck with Stefan <laughs> Diggs. But you know, uh, at the end of the day, Win Daily Sports. We have so much information and content available. We have lineup optimize optimized lineups that guys are turning in in the chat rooms. We have daily projections for the NBA. We have a great hockey piece out every single day. So much information there. Only $20 a month. That's it. Win Daily Sports.
1: I, I think the cash game article that I do this week was by far the best I've ever had. I think maybe two guys are going to get the the red X. I always tweet out the results on Monday of all the players I chose. And I think the only guy that let us down was the uh, Jonathan Williams chalk. And then if you were in Discord, I didn't delete him in the article. I just was shuffling around too much changing my lineups but if you were in discord and listen to the live stream david and i were both off jonathan williams but i kept them in my article so i kind of got to eat that and i'm going to put the red x up today but other than that i think everybody in that article absolutely smashed so hopefully i mean i, I saw everybody's cash game post yesterday whether or not you got it from my article doesn't bother me but it's been on fire all year so hopefully you guys check that out it's a great way way to build bankroll and then you could start taking shots like like david jones and javi t- taking down these big tournaments i think javi maxed out the fan duel live final in puerto rico so congrats to him and i know david just won a seat or two this weekend jason won one too right i believe so yeah so the three top dogs they're taking it down so just i cannot stress enough how important it is to win some cash games early in the year and then you have some free money to take a shot on a big tournament and i can't stress
0: enough how important it is to sign up for win daily sports because it's so it's so inexpensive for one thing for what you get and you get a lot every single day for nick bretway sean phil Nason, we want to thank you for listening to the win daily podcast